Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel, and I want to welcome you back to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vaera, and let's get right into it. So Parsha's Vaera contains probably uh, the most famous story in the Torah, the story of the Ten Makos. And actually it only contains the first seven, with the last three uh, being in next week's Parsha, Parsha's Bow. But uh, there's just so many ideas that the Mepharshim bring out about each Mako that you could spend so much time uh, on really each one and, and learn so many things from. But what I want to talk about is something, the circumstances surrounding a specific Mako, namely Barad. So by four of the Makos, Paro asks Moshe to dive into Hashem to remove the Mako. And those four Makos are uh, Tzvardea, the frogs, Arov, the wild animals, Barad, hail, and that's, those are the three from this week's Parsha. And the fourth one is in next week's Parsha, the Arba, the locusts. But I just want to focus on those three that are in this week's Parsha, Tzvardea, Arov, and Barad. And by each one, Moshe agrees to Davin. Now the Mako of Barad, hail, says something different than the previous two Makos. This is uh, Perak Tes, Pasachav Tes. Vayomre love Moshe. Moshe says to Paro, when I leave the city, I will spread out my hands to Hashem. The thunder will cease, and the hail will no longer be. Now this is the only time that Moshe tells Paro that in order to daven to Hashem, he's going to leave the city. By the other times, uh, it doesn't say anything. And Moshe says he'll daven, and, and that's it. So Rashi says, how come Moshe had to leave the city now by Barak? He says that the city was full of Avodazara, and Moshe didn't want to daven in a place that was full of Avodazara. All right, makes sense. But just one problem. If the Avodazara was preventing Moshe from davening in Mitzrayim, then why didn't that matter by Tzvardei and Arov? By Tzvardei and Arov, he also couldn't have davened in the city because of the Avodazara, but the Torah doesn't tell us that Moshe left the city. It says that he davened. So why was this time different? So the Sifzah Chachamim provides two different answers. The first one is like this. By Barad, Paro tells Moshe that he has to daven right away. Why? Barad was a terrifying maka. You have these huge balls of ice that are also on fire. Something totally unnatural, a total miracle. They're huge, they're falling from the sky, they're destroying everything they touch. There's also wind and thunder, and it's really loud, and it's really scary. So Paro says, Moshe, we have to end this right away. Right away! But by Tzvardea and Arov, for whatever reason, Paro was not, it obviously wasn't as scary as Barad, but Paro wasn't scared enough to ask Moshe to end it right away. In fact, you see by Arov, he tells Moshe that you can get rid of it tomorrow. I don't even need it gone today. You can, you can leave it, let it go tomorrow. So by the previous two times, Moshe didn't dive until the next day. So since he wasn't with Paro, it wouldn't make any difference where he was. So he doesn't tell Paro where he's going to daven. But still, he did leave the city. But by this time, by Barad, Paro is expecting Moshe to daven immediately, and he's expecting the Makkah to end immediately. So Moshe needs to explain to him that, you know, it's not going to end right away. I have to go outside the city and daven there. That's the first answer. The second answer is like this. We know that the Avodah Zarah of Mitzrayim was the sheep. Now, even though the sheep is an animal, it's a kosher animal, something that we eat, something that we use as wool, even at the times that we were in Mitzrayim, any sheep that was being used as Avodah Zarah, that was being used for idol worship, had to be treated like Avodah Zarah. So, since uh, the city was full of sheep, 
as long as Moshe was in the city, he couldn't daven, because he couldn't daven in a place full of Vodazara. However, when you have sheep on a normal day, you take them outside to the pasture to graze. Now, there's no pastures in the city, so they would take the sheep outside of the city, and in the middle of the day, the city would be totally empty of any of Odazara, because all the sheep were outside eating. So, the first two times Moshe was asked to daven by Paro, by Tzvardea and Arov, so he was able to stay and daven in the city, because the sheep had left, they weren't there. But Barad was different. Before Barad started, Hashem told Moshe to warn the Egyptians to bring all their livestock into the house, or they'd be killed in the storm. Now, after six Makos, this is the seventh Mako, Bard is the seventh Mako. After six Makos, there were already many Egyptians who feared Hashem, and they decided to heed Moshe's warning, meaning that when Moshe now leaves Paro in order to Davin, the city is full of sheep, and he can't do anything about it. So therefore, he has to leave the city in order to Davin. The reason Moshe only tells Paro now that he's going to leave the city is because, really, this was the only time it was necessary for him to leave the city. And this was the only time that he actually did leave the city. So therefore, by Tzvardea and Arov, the Torah does not say that Moshe went out, because he didn't. But here, by Barod, when Moshe had to leave, the Torah tells us, Moshe tells Paro that he's going to do so. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, please don't forget to sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, you can do that by emailing me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M. T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. There you can send comments, you can ask me questions, you can sign up for the written version of this Dvar Torah, which comes in the newsletter with a MP3 version of this podcast. Uh, during the Dvar Torah, I mentioned that Para only asked Moshe to daven by four of the Makos. Uh, I have a link in the email newsletter this week to a Dvar Torah that I wrote several years ago explaining why those were the only Makos that Paro asked Moshe to Davin and not by the other six. Uh, so check that out. That's only available uh, in the email newsletter or by visiting the blog itself at oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the AMM Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel, as well as hashkafahandbook.com, where you just click on the podcast tab and you can download any of our podcasts going all the way back to the beginning. Uh, please check out the Nation's Wisdom blog. If you are a subscriber to our newsletter, then you got an email this week uh, with a link to a new article, a new essay that I put up on the Akeda. So please go check that out. The site is nationswisdom.blogspot.com. Uh, click the link at the bottom over there to learn more about the Nation's Wisdom project and how you can get involved as well. And please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash amemtorah. You can search Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind uh, on Facebook. And we're also on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's all for this week. Thank you again for listening, and have a great Shabbos.